Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Coming up, Disney's live-action Beauty and the Beast has first-ever exclusively gay moment, and people people in Alabama are already outraged. <laughs> uh, the guys tell us about the their experience at the Flower and Garden Festival. I am having trouble talking today. Uh, Kevin Close gloats about a recent rumor that has come true, and we're going to have news, roundtable rapid fire, and much, much more. Why is everybody giggling at me? I don't know. If I knew I was going to gloat, I would have worn better clothes. I would have worn my gloating outfit. You told me in the car you were going to gloat. All that and much, much more. From the Bob Varley studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged. Episode number 931 for the week of March 7th, 2017. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. Let the experts at Dreams Unlimited Travel help you plan the perfect Disney, Universal, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney Vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the show. Um, My name is John Magi, and I will be your host and I am joined at the table by a bunch of random people that I happen to know. Teresa Eccles. I don't like your glasses. <laughs> Kevin Close. Hi, everyone. Stephen Porter. Hello. Julie Martin. Hey, y'all. And back in our production facility, we have our producer, Craig Williams. Hello. Facility. Yes. Production facility. Again, thank you guys for joining us, for listening and watching. Um, Pete Warner is not here. He is not your host this week. He and Rhino are still in Disneyland, or they are on their way home today. Very soon, yes. Yeah, very soon on their way home from a lovely trip in Disneyland while we're all here left doing the heavy lifting. So I hope they had a good time. Um, We're going to start off with some housekeeping, and I'm going to start because I'm the host and I can do that. Mm. I'm going to tell you all about our 20th anniversary event. The 20th anniversary for the Diz, on, for the, for the Diz www.info.com, falls on June 1st of 2017, and we're going to be celebrating for an entire week. Uh, we've held space at Disney. If you guys are interested in booking a room, we have some rooms still available <clears throat> Excuse me, under our group space. Um, but most importantly, we want to make sure you all know that on June 1st, we're going to be having a big party, a big event. Um, details of which have not been worked out, but as soon as we have those, we'll make sure we we release those to everybody. But the new news that I have for you today is that we are ready to start accepting um, auction items for our auction to raise money for Give Kids the World. So this afternoon, this evening, uh, on the Disboards, on a post about the 20th anniversary event, I'll be posting a link to a form we'll have in place that you can fill out, and that'll tell us that you're going to submit an item. You give us some information about the item, and that form will include how to get that item to us. So we have a little bit of a different process, just so that we have a better way of keeping track of those items. Um, You have two ways of getting those to us. You can either mail them, and again, the address will be in the process that we put in place, or you can bring them to the event um, once we have secured the location for the actual didn't you agree to meet them at a rest area on the on the turnpike i was going to personally go to everyone's homes and pick these items up i believe grace is out there doing that now (laughs) (laughs) driving around the country picking things up um we also want to let you know about the other 
You all right? Yeah, I'm good. I also want to let you know about the other podcasts that we have going on on the Diz Unplugged channel. Every Monday, the Dreams Unlimited Travel Podcast, hosted by me. Uh, this past Monday, we did the part two of our Alpine Magic uh, Adventures by Disney Vacation. It was fun reliving that. And coming up this Monday, we're going to be doing a show about Royal Caribbean Cruise Line cruise itineraries. So we'll talk to folks and let you know about what kind of itineraries you can book through Royal Caribbean. Uh, and that's all I know about. So I'm going to turn it over to Craig, who hopefully has information on all the other shows that we have going on. I may or may not. I will definitely make it up, though. Okay, uh, good. That's on, what I've been doing. <laughs> perfect. Uh, this week on the Disneyland edition, of course, which airs Sunday nights live on Mixler.com at 7 p.m. Pacific time, 10 Eastern. Uh, this week, Tony reviews the new breakfast menu at Steakhouse 55. So that is now available to find on disunplugged.com um and then on wednesdays uh we will hopefully be back with you next week for a new best and worst episode uh once pete gets back in and can actually do it but uh this week you'll have a mini-sode to look forward to where steve myself and rhino all discuss uh in total nine things that we wish that disneyland has that could come to walt disney world so that will be available at some point on Wednesday for you to watch on Thursday at 1 o'clock live on the Universal Edition show. This week we are going to do our first email show for the year. So if you have any questions and you would like answers for them, please go ahead and uh, start sending us emails or leave us Facebook messages or tweet at us anything. Uh, and we will answer your question on air. So that should be a lot of fun. And Friday, we have Diz Pop, which I believe um, Rhino is going to be doing a movie review this week. But who knows what Rhino does besides Rhino? <laughs> really? <laughs> it's all a mystery. Thank you, Craig. You had more information than I thought you did. I try. Excellent. I try. Um, do we have anything else in housekeeping we want to cover? Teresa, any grievances you want to air? Not that I can say here. Okay. <laughs> All right, so that'll do it for housekeeping. And we're going to move right on to the news. Teresa has been uh, kind enough to uh, agree to read the news for me since I'm doing the show, hosting the show. So once she's ready. Okay, give me a sec. Because she didn't know this was going to happen. It usually doesn't happen in this order. Yeah. We usually do rapid fires first and then news. (laughs) No, that's not true. No freaking way. (laughs) (laughs) Teresa, they're giving you a hard time. Wow, this is great. <laughs> you ready? Yeah. Are we ready for this? I mean, we've been ready for a while. John, take a lozenger. You know, I am available oh, wait, to read the away. news if you need to. You know what? Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. over to Julie. I got this. I got this. I got this. Okay. okay. It's been a coup. <laughs> You're telling me to be quiet? I didn't make a sound. <laughs> Steve's throwing me off. Okay. Disney's what? live Steve action. Steve's throwing me off, too. Okay, I know he is, sitting over there. It's, it's just weird, weird. isn't it? It's weird. It's Sorry. Just, something just ain't right It's like a it. ghost in my peripheral vision. It's like, what's happening over there? <laughs> okay, eat, eat, Steve. Eat. You're getting some weight. Disney's live action Beauty and the Beast director reveals first ever exclusively gay moment. In an interview with Britain's Attitude magazine... Bill Condon, is it Condon? Did I say it? Yes. The director of Disney's upcoming live-action remake of Beauty and the Beast revealed that the film will have Disney's first-ever exclusively gay moment. 
read below to here. Okay, let's read below. Okay, <laughs> Connell told Attitude Magazine he pr- portrayed the humble sidekick LaFou, played by Josh Gad, as confused about his feelings toward the film's macho Gaston, played by Luke Evans. LaFou is somebody who on one day wants to be Gaston and on another day wants to kiss Gaston. He's confused about what he wants, aren't we all? It's someday, It's somebody who just realizing that he has these feelings and Josh makes something really subtle and delicious out of it. And that's what has its payoff at the end, which I don't want to give away, but it's a nice exclusively gay moment in a Disney movie. Do you may read all of this? Yes. The front cover of Attitude's April issue states that the remake is Disney's gayest film ever. Matt Cain, Attitude Magazine's editor-in-chief, says, By representing same-sex attraction in this short but explicitly gay scene, the studio is sending out a message that is normal and natural. And this is a message that will be heard in every country of the world, even countries where it's still socially unacceptable or even illegal to be gay. Cain also added, It's only a first step towards creating a cinematic world that reflects the one in which many of us are now proud to live in. But it's a step in the right direction and applaud Disney for being brave enough to make it and do and in doing so, hopefully help to change attitudes and bring about real social progress. All right. So first of all, it's pronounced Gaston. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact that they have a problem with a gay character, but they don't have a problem with the fact that a young girl is held captive against her will until she falls in love with an animal. I, I, you think, really? This is, this is the line you've drawn? And what makes it exclusively gay? Apparently, this is. Uh, <laughs> are there, is it just the two of them alone? So, What's so going on? First of all, we have to say I know what the, what it is. I've read about it, and I know what it is. Does everybody else know what it is? No. Mm-mm. So Tell it's a us. bit of a spoiler. So if you don't want to know what it is, I, I will. This is not a pivotal plot point. It's not a pivotal plot plot point. <laughs> blah blah blah. It's at the very end of the mo- at the movie, and after you know Gaston mm-hmm. Lafou is. You know, fawning over Gaston all through the movie. At the end, he is. There's a big celebration scene, and LeFou is dancing with another male character ah. for all of two seconds. That's it. That's the big scene. So two men dancing together is exclusively gay. Exclusively gay. <laughs> so you know that in and of itself, the way they're building it up. I yeah. mean, it sounds like he opened LeFou's. You know, and it's a dungeon, you know, and weird stuff's going on with the beast. Right. So I think that, you know, there's a lot of weird wording in the whole. In many cultures, men dancing together is not unusual. No, exactly. I mean, you think of those Russian dancers where they all squat down and kick their legs. Wait, what dance are they doing, though? Have you seen it? The tango. Oh, well. No, I don't know. (laughs) The lambada. The lambada. I don't know what It's going to be a great movie. I Uh, mean, people, get over yourselves. And didn't you think in the movie itself, when you first saw the movie, didn't you think it was a little bit like he was that he likes Gaston? Infatuated, yeah. right? Not necessarily. You mean in he the cartoon? Yeah. Yes. Right. Apparently, there's a uh, drive-in in Alabama. Well, that's our next story. Oh, sorry. So that's our next story. But before we move on to that, I also want to point out too that I don't believe this is the first gay character in a Disney movie. So I've generated a list of this is John's list. Oh Lord! <laughs> of other gay characters. And it would be nice if it was actually on the screen. So you guys can read through it and let me know what you think. But, you know, uh, first of all, Olaf, uh, Snow Queen. I mean, come on, really. And which just tells me something else is that, you know, Josh Gad is stereotyped. (laughs) (laughs) Timon Timon and Pumbaa are bachelors. They are. They're bachelors who live together and they don't want... And they um, want a threesome. And Flora and Fauna. That's not what they want. No, they don't want... um, 
the Lion King. What's his name? And oh, oh, uh, Simba. They don't want Simba to go off with the girl. They want yeah. him to stay with him. So, which I is what I said. Um, but not as gross. And there's not. You a said care. you were sick this week. You're just laying around. Ke- no, up with this. That's list. why Scar is such a, you know, mm-hmm. a butthole. And Ursula, the <laughs> sea witch. Can't find anybody to be happy with. Ursula, the sea witch, is actually patterned after Divine, the drag queen. Yep. Oh yeah. Yep. Laura and, and Medic Merriweather weren't sisters. No, there were three old spinsters who lived together. No, they were sisters. For some reason, I thought they were sisters. And there's no gayer character in any Disney movie than Judge Claude Frollo. Exactly. Oh, oh yes. And towards the end, I forgot what people's names were. Everyone from Winnie the Pooh. (laughs) Every character. Oh my gosh. I thought for sure Christopher Robin. Christopher Robin Robin was. That's for sure. Come on. Oh, and the Mad Hatter. Piglet. Sure. And Piglet. And Colleth. I'm telling know. you, this is, and this is just. The, I, I think your list is great. I think so too, and this is the tip of the iceberg. I haven't even gotten into Marvel characters and Star Wars. Is yet. this what you were doing when you told me you were working and couldn't come watch the TV show I wanted to watch? Good <laughs> <Lord>. <laughs> yeah, I get bad news here. This took me all four oh, seconds. Oh, and Flower the Fox. Yes, he can call me. I mean, I'm um, He can call me Flower if right? he wants to. Flower is so he gay. Wants to be a flower. Do you know who Judge Doom is? From Who Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Oh yeah, Judge Dredd. Judge Dr- no, not Judge Dredd. <laughs> so I think that my my list is very comprehensive. So I don't there. Know. Well, if you watch Once Upon Once Upon a Time, I don't know where that came from. Once Upon a Time, Mulan was gay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I mean, hello. Really? She wants him to make a man oh. out of her. <laughs> that means she's trans. They're not the same thing. Um, okay. Who who did she kiss in Once Upon a Time? Aurora. Uh huh. No, wasn't it Red Riding? Red, I'm having trouble talking too. Oh no, it's the one that turns into the wolf. It's Little Red, Red, Red Riding, Riding Hood. Hood. They are a couple. Mm-hmm. In Once Upon a Time. So yeah, I think there's a lot of hoopla about nothing. I put this list together obviously as a joke, but I think there's a lot of silliness going on. So we'll move on to our second news story, which is kind of related. Teresa. In a related story. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. A drive-in movie theater in rural northeastern Alabama (laughs) said it would not show Disney's new version of Beauty and the Beast because it has a gay character. We will not compromise on what the Bible teaches. Is that Hennigar drive-in set? Okay. Did you show Fifty Shades of Grey? I'm sure they didn't. We're talking rural. Never mind. You can feel free to come and watch wholesome movies without worrying about sex, nudity, homosexuality, and foul language. It was unclear whether Disney ever intended to show the film in Hennigar, Alabama, population 2344, that's 2344, or whether the drive-in, oh, it's a Mm drive-in, was acting preemptively. Disney did not respond to the query. I like how it's news to Teresa. (laughs) It's not just news to us. It's news to Teresa. (laughs) Carol Laney, who owns the theater with her husband, didn't give his name, cited their religious beliefs as she explained Friday why why they opposed the film. I have family members who are homosexuals. I have a relationship with them. I love them. It does not mean I'm a bigot, she said in a telephone interview. I'm not judging them when I tell you that God's word says this. That's not me. That's God's word. The owners are censoring a film that they have not seen, Ms. Lancey said. Why is it Ms. Lancey? She mentioned be Mrs. Alabama. Okay, never mind. Ms. Lancey said they had only seen a trailer and an article that mentioned the gay character. The reimagined Beauty and the Beast, directed by Bill Condon, will not be distributed anywhere 
by Disney until March 17th. But Ms. Condon, Mr. Condon created an online dust-up this week when he told a British magazine that supporting character LaFou, played by Josh Gad, has a nice, exclusively gay moment at the end of the film. The Hennigard Drive-In Facebook Facebook page was flooded with more than 1,300. Flooded. That's a flood. That's a flood, baby. <laughs> flooded. 1,300 comments on Friday. Many supported its ban. The majority of commenters, however, condemned the theater for homophobia and hypocrisy as Chris mm, Martin, Martintini Martinetti. wrote... Martinetti. Martinetti. Those Italian words. Wrote a drive-in theater so it's perfectly apt for your prehistoric ideologies. Oh, Lord. Miss Laney, 56, she's my age, said that forever... <laughs> Negative comment, I'm getting 20 to 30 positives, and she was empathetic that she would not change her mind about the film. My salvation is not here on this earth. My salvation is in heaven, and that's who has got my back. God has my back, and I'm not going to rethink my positive now or ever, she said. So first of all, I think Teresa's going to receive more than 1,300 comments for the way she read that story. So I don't think 1,300 is a flood. Okay, let me just say, I get it. Let me just say, (laughs) I... I believe in God. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm all about the Bible, honestly. But <laughs> I don't know. I think you're going to so, be surprised at my stance. I think they have the right to show whatever movie they want to show and not show whatever movie they want to show. It's their business. Well, yeah, it's their business. Their business. They want to do whatever they do. I have a problem with the fact that you've now taken it to Facebook and made a public declaration about it. Why did we just, just do a talk private? about it then? Because it's the news. Yeah, but we just got it to 1,300 more people. <laughs> yeah, really. Got more people. So I think that, you know, it's one thing for this to be your belief, and this is where your morality comes from. I'm okay with that. But the, Well, I'm not okay with it. But I'm okay with the fact that this is the choices you've made, but now the fact that you've sort of made a public announcement about it tells me that your intentions are not exactly what you're saying. So John's having an exclusively gay moment. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait. I just, let's look away. <laughs> So you said they have the the right to do this, and I agree that they they have the right to do this. But so does Disney have the right to put a character like this in their movie. And so I think that maybe they should just have a side character in every movie that's gay so that these movie theaters will go out of business. Wow. It's a drive-in. It's not long for this world. there's only 2,500 people in the town. I mean, I'm sure that Disney's not like knocking their door down. We need to show our movie there. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Oh no, it's not being shown at this. Theater. I feel bad that. It, I don't know. Some people are going to think all of Alabama is this way, and that's not true. No. You know, Southern states get a bad rap for Bible thumping. I think they do. Huh? I believe you. Sometimes it's just. A <laughs> I'm rap, having an exclusively gay moment. Okay. No one has ever quoted me the Bible. Without using it as a weapon against me. Really? Mm-hmm. No one comes up and quotes the Bible to me for anything other than to denounce who I am. That's the only time I ever hear a Bible quote. So, well, yes, I have a kind of yeah. unusual reaction to it. You know who I feel bad for? These supposed loved ones that are homosexual that this woman has. These poor people. Move away from that town. Get <laughs> and out. She says I'm not a bigot or homophobic. Well, <clears throat> Go find a place to live Kinda where you can are. be you. That's always the line, isn't it? Well, I have gay friends. I've used that line quite frequently lately. <laughs> I do well, have gay friends. You can strike this one off your list. That's for sure. <laughs> Stricken from uh, no the No more record. exclusive gay moments for you, honey. No All right. Moving on to our these? third and final news story. It's not about this, is it? It is not. No. Completely. Oh, good. It's about Star Wars. Oh, good. I can snooze again. <laughs> the white players People. are going to come out. 
Those are we ready? Y'all be honest. I didn't people. read this news story. <laughs> I'm hoping there's okay. New experiences coming to the 2017 Star Wars Days at Sea. According to Disney Parks blog, there are new experiences coming to the 2017 Star Wars Day at Sea on the Disney Fantasy. The Star Wars celebration returned in January and will continue until April. There are now expanded nighttime spectacular. The nighttime show, Summon the Force, will now include music from Star Wars The Force Awakens and Rogue One, A Star Wars Story, which I cried at the end. Additionally, new characters like Kylo Ren and all the others. No, read them. No, Ezra. And who's (laughs) Sabine? Sabine? I I know someone that's called Sabine. How do you pronounce that over there? Sabine. Sabine? Will all now be part of the nighttime spectacular. Meet and greet opportunities will now be available for Star Wars Rebels characters. This means guests of all ages will be able to meet Characters like Sabine, Sabine, it's the Saibon, Saibon women, Ezra, and, oh, come on, not name, I'm not reading all this off. Characters. Season three of Star Wars Rebels, you'll never ask me to do the news again. Never. Good. This is it. We're thinking of asking you to stop now. Good, I'm ready for it. Season three of Star Wars Rebels will also be playing on the Upper Decks Funnel Vision screen, which is more than 30 feet high and 18 feet high. 30 feet wide. It's really tall. Goes him into the sky. How high are you? I stop. Good lord. Let me just say right now, you YouTube people are going to complain because you always complain when I read the news, and I'm okay with that. I'll never have to do it again. Star Wars Day at Sea will also bring aboard some special guest speakers. According to the Disney Parks blog, the speakers include Hannah Gills, producer of Industrial Lights and Magic. That's kind of cool. Pablo Hildego, creator, ex- creative exclusive executive for Lucasfilm Story Group, and Jason McGatlin, executive producer of Star Wars Awakens, Rogue One, and Star Wars Story, and Star Wars The Last Jedi. There are more speakers yet to be announced, and Julie's just over there waiting, on select sailings. Pins and needles. Of course, there is new Star Wars Day at Sea merchandise, including pins, apparel, and much, much more. I add those matches in there because you always say that. We apologize to everyone mentioned in this article. <laughs> Lastly, there will be screenings of the Star Wars films, including the latest film, Rogue One, A Star Wars Story. Oh, I love Star Wars. If it's on, I watch it. I love it all. So just don't make me read anything about it. Am I done? Thank you for almost reading the news. You did she like skipped every third word. I did not. I love when she talked about how old the woman was at the job. She was oh, my age. Age two. <laughs> it's like reading the news with your favorite aunt. It's to be in She has to put in a little bit of herself. A little touch. Anybody need gum? <laughs> if you are a Star Wars fan, this is a lot of fun. I think. Have you been on one? I've not been on have one. Have anybody been on a Star Wars? Nope. No. You haven't? Wow. I think I would like it. I think it'd be fun. Yeah. I'd like to see the, you know. People in their little outfits. It's my worst nightmare. You don't like Star Wars? You don't like Star Wars? No? I'm with Julie. Oh, Corey's like tried. He's even tried to make me and the kids. The kids are like, mm, no. Oh, Kelvin will come through the room. You're watching this again? Well, it's on. You know? I no, that's all- like Steel Magnolias. It's on. Well, that watch too. It. Of course, I say that about most anything, but. Sunset Boulevard. <laughs> I'll watch Sunset Boulevard with commercials when it's oh, on. Oh, I will too. Star Wars. I have to be dragged kicking and screaming to the you theater, and the I have new, to be promised snacks. The new movies have kind of made me go back and appreciate the older ones. And by new, I mean last year and The Force Awakens and all of that. Because I've seen want, them Did all. you like the ones that were like watching C-SPAN? There was a lot of that Senate stuff going on. <laughs> <laughs> 
only because they were floating on these little things out there. Star Wars C-SPAN. <laughs> it was. It was like watching Star Wars C-SPAN. With little red lips painted on uh-huh. it. I enjoyed it. All right. Thank you, Teresa. You like Star Wars, right? I do. I like Star Wars very much. I do, though. I think I, I like Julia's. Julia's. I like Julie's idea of Steel Magnolia's Day at Sea. I do too. <laughs> Come on and get your hair done. <laughs> Drink your juice, Shelby. <laughs> Drink some juice out on the deck. That'd be a good theme. Mr. Bunny, be character greeting, meet and greet. <laughs> Thank you, Teresa. The thing that separates us from the other cruisers is the ability to accessorize. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think we've taken that. Do you want to keep doing that? No, we're taking that. Thank you, Teresa, for reading the news. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I'm sure. Especially because it was kind of last minute, so I do appreciate it. It was, like five minutes before I get here. But you've read things before, right? (laughs) You do know how to read. (laughs) But I didn't read that ahead of time. I should have, but I was busy. So we're going to move on to rapid fire. And only because it's easy, we're going to go to Teresa first, not because it's going to be good. Jeez, I don't even know what my hang on. My rapid fire's here somewhere. I had one. Do I just turn around and read it off the screen? Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah, Saint or Raglan Road's doing a Saint Patty's Day thing like they do every year. (laughs) You were supposed to text it to me. You didn't text it to me. Is there more to it? You said send it to your dreams email. Oh goodness, hang on. Here it is. Okay, I'm ready. Is there more to it than that? I don't think there is more to it, is there? You're going to list things, aren't you? There's going to be leprechaun tossing. One moment, please. Should I come back? No, you can't come back. (laughs) Am I done? Craig's going to die, I think. (laughs) I think he's officially having a stroke. You want me to read this? Yes, please. It's your rapid fire. Well, you told me not to. Okay, okay. With a kickoff that's less than 10 days away now Hard at the to time to doing this for mark years. your calendar <laughs> and make plans to take part in the most authentic St. Patrick's Day celebration in Central Florida, the mighty St. Patrick's Festival at Raglan Road Irish Pub and Restaurant at Disney Springs. I'd suggest you circle the dates, March 16th to the 19th. <laughs> in Do green, you now. In green Top of the you morning to you. the guy from Lucky Charms. <laughs> Top of the morning to you. Okay, and I'm not being mean to the Irish people. I'm sorry. I love the Irish people. Okay. <laughs> you being mean to words. She even has friends and family who are Irish. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not an Irish bigot. <laughs> I love potatoes. Okay. All right. The team at America's number one Irish pub. Craig, are you okay over there? No. <laughs> the team at America's number one Irish pub takes the holiday seriously and recently shared their top tips on how to celebrate the Irish. I'm not going to read all this. Oh, my God. Okay, Please I'm going to go next. Okay, wait. Please don't call it the holiday St. Patty's Day. It's St. Patrick's yeah. Day. That's true. A shamrock has three leaves, not four. Okay, thank you, Teresa, thank for that you. rapid fire. Boy. Did you read you this You told one me it was simple. Started? No. Oh. I got it five minutes before I got here because, never mind, I'm done. Thank you, Teresa. You're welcome. Kevin. I have two. All right. The first one is... ABD has released River Cruises for 2018, and through May 1st, they're offering a $500 per person early booking discount on most River Cruises. This is not true of the holiday cruises and the suites on any of the ships, but it's a good deal if you want to go on a River Cruise. It's $500 per person, which is odd for an ABD discount. It's usually per reservation. I also, before you go on, I also want to point out, too, the nice thing is that this is a timed discount. The last time they did it, 
It was a certain number of rooms. Per space of it, space. spaces. So it was running out very fast and people were getting upset. This is, well, there'll be this discount until the end of the And if you're promotion. a DVC member, the discount runs through May 31st. They added an extra month Excellent. for DVC members. Cool. cool. My other rapid fire, I told you this, just after the first of the year, it was a rumor then, Disney has released a press release that says December 31st will be La Nuba's last performance here in Orlando. Nobody says you should be surprised. I told you two months ago. The other thing they're saying is because of their longstanding uh, um, relationship with Cirque du Soleil, we may soon have news to share about an exciting new entertainment coming to Disney. The other part of my uh, rumor in the beginning of January was that Cirque du Soleil, while this show is down, is going to be building a large tent, a semi-permanent tent somewhere in Orlando, and there will be a traveling show ensconced there for the duration of the time it takes to put a new show into the theater, the Cirque du Soleil Theater at Disney Springs. And again, I was only able to share that because two very good-looking people told me about it, and I had to tell that to be able to use this news. I, re- I was on the show when you said that, I remember. That was not as gloaty as was that as the I gloating? thought it was be. Where's the gloating? He's I didn't wear my gloating the- outfit. I know, I just said, people, he's got to be fancier to gloat. I would have worn some much that nicer clothes. not a gloat. I wish it was something besides Cirque that was going to re- be replacing. I wish it was just something new. Like what? Well, we don't know that. that- some Star Wars? <laughs> no, but like a magic show or something? I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. Lord. That'd be cool. Because that's better than Cirque. <laughs> or like a, if they did like a, a, a Disney like performing arts thing there, that'd be cool. Well, they're not saying that this new thing they're building is going to go where Cirque's building is now. This... Yeah, that was a purpose. Tent. That was yeah. a purpose-built building. Yeah, so I would taking the building down. No, I would assume that they're going to build a tent where a traveling show will go into residence until a new show is developed for this theater. Oh, okay. I cannot believe this theater was purpose-built. Um, this show started in late 1998, so it's almost. 20 years old. I'm picturing like the water for Elephant Circus pulling up every time he says traveling right. show. <laughs> well, there are several Cirque shows that are <laughs> itinerant. medicine show. Cir- <laughs> Gypsies trails. I'm sorry. I heard it from the people of the town. Um, <laughs> there are several Cirque shows that don't are, do not have a permanent residence. They usually play arenas and things like this. I think they're going to build a, a large semi-permanent tent where this will show for several months while they build the new show into the theater. That's what I'm understanding. I think they're going to tear it down. They're building a giant tent right before hurricane season? Smart. Right? This is <laughs> in December. Like in the ground and all December that kind of 31st. This starts after December. Hurricane season ends in November. But if they're building, I mean, but it starts back in June. You think they're tearing the building down? So I don't know how many months it tent? will be there. You well, know? Uh, I mean, tents go up pretty quickly. That's kind of like why people carry them on their That's why people carry them on their backs into the woods. I assume. I hope right. it has stripes on it. I would like to stop saying tents because it's making me tense. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. Let's move on to Steve. Steve. Okay, so over at Disney's Wild- Wilderness Lodge, the Salon by the Springs will be replacing the Trout Pass Pool Bar. So it's like right behind. Uh, now there's Geyser Point Bar and Grill. So they're taking that old pool bar and making it into a salon where you can get manicures, pedicures, and hair services. Right by the pool? Yeah. Right by the pool. <laughs> Replacing the exactly bar with Get your hair spa. braided. <laughs> yes. Uh, there's no details on when it will open, though. So 
That's kind of weird. Get you the it details when they come available. That is a weird thing, isn't it? Because that's where I'd go to have that done. Wilderness. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you think of Some when you think of. Some flashes your new hairstyle. <laughs> Right. Yeah, yeah. You My just do. you get My like do. a nice hairdo, and then someone does a cannonball, and <laughs> you got to get the little, you know, the little plastic um oh, kerchief to wear to protect yeah. your hair by the pool. It's like Lady Bird John, one. right? <laughs> this is a weird podcast, John. It is. It is for sure. I was hoping it was a dream. Can I go back and do <laughs> it's one a more thing? No. Come on. Sure, go ahead do one more thing. While I'm sitting here, several reservations have come in for our Viking <clears throat> Italy cruise next March, March 24th through March 31st. I've gotten a couple of new reservations just while we're sitting here doing the show. If you're interested, Kevin at DreamsUnlimitedTravel.com. Yeah, I've gotten it. several hate mail. <laughs> oh, during the show. Here you go. She got an email from reading is fundamental. <laughs> Steve, is there anything else you want to add to that great story? That was about it. Now it's from Lamar Burton. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much, Steve. Julie, on to you. Okay. Yeah, Julie. I can't stop laughing. Um, Some of you may or may not know that in the Magic Kingdom, there is a photo pass spot where you can take a magic shot near the Tangled restrooms. It looks like you're holding uh, the Tangled lantern that Rapunzel releases. So a lot of people really love this. Guess what? It's only available till March 15th. So if your vacation or, you know, trip to the park is planned after that, you can't take this photo. What are they going to do? Take the lanterns down? I have no idea. No, no, no. The lanterns stay up. It's just you get to hold it for the picture. Yeah. but And then after March can't 15th. touch it anymore. Can't touch it anymore. No more touching, John. They put this in front of a bathroom, and this is a super super cool photo. I mean, well, and they show like a, a wide shot on the on the site um, where it looks like you're releasing the lantern up with all the other lanterns. In my opinion, it's one of the cooler photo paths, oh. you know. It's kind of like holding Remy in France and stuff like that, except that's the real lantern. They're not photoshopping it in there or whatever they do. They stick in your hand, they take a picture, and then you ooh and all. I and you move lost on. interest. So it's over, people. It's over. You know, thanks, Shanghai. All right. Thank you, Julie. Craig, what about you? Okay. So I have some fun stuff regarding uh, Pandora, the world of Avatar. So uh, Disney updated their website, and we now know uh, some of the height restrictions that will be available, uh, including uh, for the Avatar Flight of Passage, where you will get to ride on the Banshee. Uh, soar on the back of a mountain banshee during a thrilling ride above this vast moon. Um, that height restriction is going to be 44 inches. So if you're not 44 inches, then you will not be able to ride. So apparently that's of interest for kids, tweens, teens, and adults. Uh, and then pretty much as everyone expected, uh, the Navi River journey, the float through the bioluminescence rainforest that will have no height restriction. And then apparently they're calling uh, just walking around the area an attraction in itself, uh, Valley of the Moara, and that has no height restriction. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> That's no height restriction. You don't have to be a certain height to walk. <laughs> what Do we know what kind of ride the Banshee ride is? Is it a coaster? Is it a... It, Soren is it a it is a simulator of some sorts where you will be riding on top of an actual banshee and in front of a giant screen and that's all I know huh. banshees so Soren meets Star Tours I have I, I legitimately have I can fly no idea mm. so it 
I, the idea of going in and straddling anything really isn't like on my <laughs> bucket list. But he has um, such a way with words, doesn't he? Let's not have seats on the back of the banshee. I mean, have you not ridden ET? No, ET has actual bike. It's not a bike seat. You sit on like you sit on it like a chair. This from the the concept art that they're showing, uh, or that some people released. They found um, of Imagineers testing it out. It was like actual straddling. So one riding a horse, one person riding carousel horse. That's gonna limit the number. But with a tail that plugs into another. Does it have a maximum height requirement? Because I'd like to not be. I like to be excluded (laughs) from being able. I'm actually too tall for the walking part. You are too tall for walking. (laughs) I I, I do enjoy riding like the carousel every now and then, but because of the straddling, it takes like. It's not an every single time you go type of thing. So I don't know if a lot of you people issues, will be put boy. off by it. <laughs> I mean, really? <laughs> if we gave you some wet wipes, would it be okay? <laughs> it's just not. Just stop saying the word straddling. Com- <laughs> it's not comfortable. Say it again. Don't say it again. I'm starting to get uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Craig's exclusively gay moment. That's right. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Craig, for that story, I guess. Um, <laughs> let's move on to you guys had a chance to go to Flower and Garden. Uh, opening of Flower and Garden was this past week. Um, it looks like Steve and Craig were the only ones who had a chance to go. Anybody else Mm-mm. have a chance to get out and see it? Not yet. Okay. I couldn't go because you were sick. Yeah, I was sick. Yeah, we could not leave I couldn't those. go either because John was sick. <laughs> As it happens. So, um, tell us a little bit about it. What did you guys think of it? Anything new, different we have to see? Uh, well, the best way that we know how to show it off is by showing you the video that we have of it. So uh, awesome. before we get started with that, we'll show you a little bit of it and then talk about some of the details of this year's event. So uh, cool. here we go. Oh, excellent. That was a really nice video. Um, first of all, everything looked really nice. The Epcot looked beautiful, but it was a really crisp video that you guys took. You had a nice day, it looks like. Oh, yeah. No, it was a uh, beautiful 100 degree day where we walked away sunburnt. The back of my neck is peeling, if anyone cared to know. Um, absolutely disgusting. Yeah. Uh, this year's Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival started on March 1st and it will run through May 29th, 2017. Obviously, it's not going to run all through the year. Um, if you've forgotten what Flower and Garden is, it is essentially now just food and wine where they put up some topiaries. Um, but the topiaries are. Uh, are actually really, really good and enjoyable this year. So I know a lot of times uh, it just feels very stale and like the the same thing over and over and over again. But I feel like this is the first year in probably about three or four years where they've actually tried to to switch things up a little bit and add in some some new designs. Uh, and like the one that's right out front that you saw in the video uh, where they're all kind of like holding the flower ropes and they're supposed to be like walking around, but they're just standing still. Um, that's cool. Steve, do you have any highlights with that? Yeah, well, no, we just kind of noticed that it, it felt full. Like, there was a lot of topiaries throughout the park. It didn't feel like they, they used the space with as many topiaries as possible. Um, so it was nice. Um, I'm not big into flowers, so I'm not an expert on that, but it was beautiful. Yeah, it, um, it, it smells better during this time of year. Between the food and the flowers, it just... You know I'm not wrong. I, I'm it, laughing, it but I totally agree. You know, the you, Flower and Garden Show also looks... It, it gets better as it goes along because yeah, the flowers, flowers. mature. Mm. I saw the topiaries looked really good. There were some that didn't look done. 
like they weren't baked long enough. Like Pooh looked like he was might have been well, a little more time in the oven. Yeah, I think those ones were starting to dry out. And there, oh, there's some okay. that there are some that feel like they need to be updated. I know we were kind of joking about it in here with the eyes, but like the the rabbit that they have is just absolutely terrifying. It yeah. just has beady eyes. Yeah. Well, that, and if you when you look at it up close, like one of his eyes is up here and the other is like down <laughs> here, and it's like, geez. It looks like he had a late night He's or been something. Drinking around the world, <laughs> yeah. I like the Elsa and, and Anna one. They looked like they were, yeah, those it's, full and beautiful. And they're in a nice placement this year under the shade, right next to the Royal Summer House. So uh, I I think that was a smart decision to move it there. I really enjoy outside of Mexico. They have three caballeros mm-hmm. uh, standing in a field of peppers. So it's it. wildly stereotypical, but re- <laughs> it, it's really beautiful. Um, it, it's probably my. Absolute favorite one this year. And was LeFou anywhere? Uh, no, LeFou was He was in was front of the gay bar. <laughs> <laughs> in front of Gaston's. <laughs> no, he, he wasn't there. But uh, And then, of course, they had all their outdoor kitchens, I believe 15 in total. The two new ones this year were the Berry Basket. And uh, if you saw the video, that's uh, the picture of the lamb chop that was covered in what apparently was blackberry gastric. Was that a lamb chop? That was a, wow. that was a lamb chop. And it, so it's basically the standard Disney lamb chop that they do at every event, but then they poured blackberry sauce on top of it. And it was that perfect balance of sweet and savory. Um, you know, just if you're a carnivore, it's absolutely delicious. Um, For, it was That's kind of interesting because I enjoyed so much of what we had food-wise that that was actually my least favorite dish. But it wasn't that it was bad. It was just... There, I loved, I loved the food this year. <laughs> I also gave him a fatty end piece and took a lot of the good stuff for myself. But there are some weird words in this show. <laughs> Another exclusive Lincoln moment. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> the fatty end piece. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Steve. What, what were your highlights? I, like I said, like the food was exceptional. The potato pancakes and the ribs were delicious. The ribs looked really yeah, good. Yeah, the rib and there were six twenty five, and they weren't like skimpy ribs. They were the real deal. Um, and it, for Disney, you'd figure they'd just give you one. Here's your rib. Um, but no, it was nice. And there was a little salsa with corn and black beans underneath. So that was delicious. The um, lettuce taco, chicken taco in at, in China was delicious. That was my favorite dish, I think. Chicken taco? In China? Not a, not a chicken. Uh, lettuce wrap. Chicken oh. lettuce wrap. But he, yeah. you eat it like a taco. So yeah. there you but go. But it's not a taco. Very good. Yeah, oh, no, I know it's not a taco. Um, well, that's what it was called. <coughs> it was, I, Sorry. Ta- yeah, it was called the Lettuce uh, Chicken Taco. That was the name of it. No, it is called a Spicy Chicken Lettuce Wrap. Uh, okay, never so, mind. Um, oh, wow, Steve, that. why are you on this show? Oh, I heard that somewhere. <laughs> no. Why am I here? Laugh. I don't know. Um, that would never happen. Choke. Well, my favorite thing was actually at uh, in Marrakesh, uh, outside of uh, the Morocco Pavilion. It was, and I'm sorry if I mispronounce this, the merguez hot dog sausage. That was com- uh, it was a combination of spicy beef and lamb with sautéed onions and green peppers on top, and it was spicy and was it? just yeah, it was. It was one of the best things I've yep. ever had at Disney. It was just it hit That's, the mark. Wow. No, wow. I, it, was, it was definitely delicious. But if you don't have a water with you, because it's it is spicy, I needed to go get. I got that uh, watermelon water. cucumber slushy after because my mouth was. Is that burning. the pink thing that we saw? Yeah, it was, was delicious. Like it was like candy. 
Who watermelons and cucumbers? Yes, please. Oh wow, oh, refreshing. Mm-hmm. Yes, very. How were the other drinks? Um, honestly, I don't think I got. It. I got one beer, um, just to just to try it, but um, we didn't really do a lot of. Oh no, I did. Sorry, I did the uh, the maple milkshake with the caramel popcorn, um, which was. I, I know you're making disgusted faces, but it, it was actually on a hot day. Well, you know. Summertime, people go to the Dairy Queen okay. and get milkshakes Is and it stuff like that. Alcoholic or non-alcoholic? It can be alcoholic, and they'll add a shot of whiskey to it. I had the non-alcoholic one, um, mm. just because it would have been too hot to start mixing all of that. But uh, it was actually really <laughs> delayed. It was like eating maple candy in a milkshake form with popcorn not, on top. With popcorn on top. I, I mean, I ate the popcorn, but I didn't have to eat a the popcorn. Maple candy goes a long way. Yeah. Yeah. If you're not a fan of maple, avoid it like the plague. But like it was maple. good. It was good. I really enjoyed it. I like the tree. Mm-hmm. How were the prices of the food? Uh, basically the same as they've been in years past, ranging from anywhere from around like $4 up to... Uh, I think it was three fifty to seven twenty five. Yeah, about right in that range. So, uh, you know, it's we went in each with $35 on a gift card, and we walked out with $2 left. And we... We ate a substantial amount of food. Can I like my four dollars back, please? <laughs> is, is the uh, right? Wait, you gave him money to eat? No, I'm sure I'll be billed for it. <laughs> um, oh, I'm sure you will. Is the butterfly house still there? Yes, the butterfly that house is, John's is there. Favorite activity oh at God. Flower and Garden. Are there butterflies in it yet? Yeah, the butterflies are in it, and I believe since we've went there, they're now giving you go-go squeeze as soon as you go through. Careful. There's been a recall on a lot of that. Yeah. Well, that's probably the ones they're giving you. Yeah, the Butterfly House is back. The Festival Center is in Wonders, Wonders of Life, as always, and uh, that is only open on the weekends, not the weekdays. So if you're not there on a weekend, you're not going to see it. Also, on the weekends, of course, they're doing um, all of the the uh the bands that come in and play like this year dennis the young from sticks like always uh i heard he was really good did you i did yeah cool you like dennis tell me about the jewelry do they have any unique jewelry that's flower and garden like you're really putting me on a you know like Shopping. Usually, yeah. How about the merchandise? Let's talk about merchandise, not just jewelry. Okay. Uh, Steve, do you want to handle merchandise? Yeah, so they have exclusive uh, annual pass holder mer- merchandise, and they have uh, like j- typical merchandise. There is no annual pass holder gift this year. So oh. in past years, you would if you went three times, yeah. you'd get a cup or a painting or whatever. You don't get that this year. Um, there's... Of course, everything's figment. So if you're Kathy Worling, you know, there's lots of great options. But that was, that's <laughs> my, always my. my that's that always, was no, ugly. And that's something against Kathy. I mean, that's just my complaint against the merchandise is that complaint everything is fig, figment related. And I would love just a flower and garden shirt that doesn't have figment all over it. But I kind uh, of understand that. Yeah. I do. Well, how about things that don't say flower and garden, just unique? Oh yeah, things, yeah. You know? so yeah, they have the the typical booths throughout the world showcase. Okay. They have the gardening stuff. Um, you know, I'm that w- not my favorite thing, so I wasn't checking out every. Little I'll piece. let you know, Teresa, when I. Okay. Have. I was just gonna say this is better when Julie does this. Uh, <laughs> there's there's no there's nothing at the outside vendors that come in to sell you. There's nothing that you haven't seen before. I'll say really? that much. Yeah. No, it's there. Well, the only thing that maybe was unique that I might have just bypassed before is they had these little cute like um 
they were almost like stand-up chia pets that were Mickey and Minnie that you could grow yourself. Chia. I'm not sure if they were. They're not like actual chia pets. They didn't come in the box, but they were. You know, it was water them, grow them yourself. That sounds cute. I'm not going crazy, right, Steve? No, no, it was very hot. They were really big though, so I don't know how people are going to get those home. The chia pets? Yeah, the they were like. Like this big, unless you're going to fill your whole suitcase with clothes stuffed around the plan. I don't that, know. That's a really good thing on a radio show. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Steve a foot is saying tall. two and a half, like two, two and a like half, three feet. We've seen these before. They're kind of mm-hmm. like take-home topiaries, right? Essentially, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah we've seen those. So they ship them. They'll ship them for you. Go to CVS, get your chia pet. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and uh, the one cool thing that they are doing this year is they've added a couple new features that are free, uh, which rarely goes hand in hand with Disney. Uh, we've we've heard about at least two of them. Uh, the the one is they are doing a tea tour twice a day. At, I heard about this. Um, there's there's two different types of tea tours. There's one that costs money in the morning where you get free scones and uh, Ooh, tea. Scones. Uh, actual get to sit down and drink some tea and learn about the history and the diversity. There's another tour that happens twice a day for free uh, that you have to sign up and it's first come first serve but uh, they will take you around the tea garden and talk to you about it and then give you uh, basically a handful of free tea as a, as a little just gift. like loose so. tea you have to walk around up top. <laughs> yeah. take a baggie with you if, if you would like to put the loose tea in something you have to buy your own tin um, you have to pay for the event but the scones are free <laughs> and the other one that we found out about it's again first come first serve in the festival center you could actually uh, pot your own little plants and then take them home and you learned about how like some of the plant trees and stuff were being made uh, all around the festival and you know just I, I guess if you want to carry around a, a plant the rest of the day then that's great we met uh, we met some great listeners who were doing that exact thing mm-hmm. and but it was it was a really cool little takeaway especially for locals uh, uh, as a succulent oh. wow you're on are you serious yeah i'm dead serious wow craig, craig has no beats idea. the crap out of me i <laughs> like succulents so my grandmother grew a lot of it just so that's something that would be a little bit easier to you know wouldn't die right away so they give you something that's a little more hardy i my favorite thing to look at is the bonsai trees are the bonsai trees because there's some of them are so old. Yeah. Seriously, I've killed two of those. I don't know how those people do it. <laughs> how are you killing bonsai? Well, come over. I'll throw a couple in the back of your car. For them. I was just going to say, were you trying to kill them? <laughs> it wasn't murder. All right. <laughs> that would be my house of the plants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anything okay. else you guys want to mention specifically well, about? Farmers? Yeah, I'll just say. Uh, we had mentioned how hot it was. I'll just say there's so many great options food-wise, but there's a lot of hot food. And if you go on the hottest day of your trip, you might not feel like eating ribs or, you know, something like the potato Heavy. pancakes was delicious, but it was warm. So on an 88 or 90 degree day, it's not the best. So I would just say if you're planning your trip out and you're going to go to one of the festivals, plan for one of the cooler days. Same kind of table setup as food and wine few high tops every once in a while you might find a place to sit um yeah the high tops were definitely uh in surplus i think now that they are doing the festivals essentially year round uh you know they're just keeping them there there's no point in taking them away what about all the picnic tables that were out during the um yeah there's there's a lot too especially like in the germany area there's a ton of picnic tables over there uh we never once had a problem 
finding any place to sit down. And you know that the first day of the festival is always busy, and it was pretty busy uh, the day that we were there. But uh, we we had no issues with that. So, and all the lines were very uh, very manageable. I think a lot of people are just uh, really appreciating that after Festival of the Arts, which was cool and unique in a way, uh, but with the food aspect of that, you know, the price went up portions kind of went down and you had to wait a long time so now that it's back to the normal groove of basically slop it on a plate and throw it at you uh for not that much money uh people are generally a lot more happy about it so i i know we had a great time uh you know we were there good five hours or so and just strolled along really really enjoyed it so do they still uh, have playgrounds like always yeah, okay do. good yep. they do sorry i just don't like going on to playgrounds you don't have a child. You shouldn't filming. That's yeah, creepy. It's, it's very creepy with your video so. camera. <laughs> My yeah, yeah. I'm done. Excellent. <laughs> Thank you guys very much for sharing that experience. I appreciate it. Thank you. Hopefully, we'll get a chance to get over there and uh, see a little bit of it ourselves. The nice thing is, I believe it's running for 19 months, so we should have an opportunity sooner or later. It's to not see an anniversary. It. It's not an anniversary, um, but it's always a great time. It always makes Epcot beautiful. Um, you don't have to buy the food, so it's part of your price for getting in anyway. I always wonder why it just can't be that way all the time. Because of winter? Yeah, but winter, I mean, it should be beautiful. Why do they take it away Wait in summer? Let's go back. What do you mean you don't have to buy the food? It's part of you getting in anyway. You don't have to. It's not something you have to actually do. Okay. Right. What you said didn't sound... I apologize. Sound... Yeah, I right. said it wrong. Wrong. You're right. It's not a requirement that you buy right. food. What I'm saying you is, don't you don't to have to pay food. extra to do this event. Mm-hmm. It's part of your ticket to get in. And if you don't want to spend any additional money on food, you don't have to. The food is not included. Correct. So, um, yeah, thank you guys very much. I appreciate it. Um, that'll do it for our show. Uh, thank you, everybody at home, for listening and watching. Thank you all for participating in my exclusively gay moment. And we hope you have a great week. Thanks. I do that a lot. <laughs> 